Classic Car Club. Classic Car Club. Classic Car Club. Classic Car Club is the world-famous auto club that gives its members the keys to a staggeringly stylish fleet of cars to drive and enjoy as their own. Visit ClassicCarClub.com to learn more. Hello, and welcome back to Classic Car Club's Sonic Drive podcast, where we deploy the technological stylings of binaural audio to transport you behind the wheel of cars we admire. Today, we're pleased to present one of Classic Car Club's most preferred sports cars, a 2006 Ford GT. The story of the Ford GT traces back to 60 years ago when two men with massive egos and flamboyant styles clashed. Henry Ford II was millions of dollars and months into negotiations with his Italian contemporary, Enzo Ferrari. The two men were very close to agreeing on the acquisition of Ferrari by Ford when Enzo Ferrari abruptly ended the proceedings. Enzo learned that one stipulation of the deal would disallow Ferrari to campaign an open-wheel race team at the Indianapolis 500 because Ford was also fielding a race team powered by Ford engineers and engineering. For Enzo... Independence to race was more important than riches from Ford. Angered by the fiery Italian's 11th hour nullification, Henry Ford ordered his team to design a car that would beat Ferrari in a World Endurance Championship. Racing, of course, is all about speed. So to get the programme off the ground quickly, Ford Racing Division teamed up with the English race outfit Lola Car International. At the time, Lola was already producing a highly advanced and proven race car, the Lola Mark VI, more commonly known as the Lola GT, so the outfit was already proven. To tick even more boxes, the Lola GT was powered by a Ford V8, so their engineers spoke the Ford language. The first GT40, the GT101, was built by Ford Advanced Vehicles, a subsidiary located near Heathrow Airport. Yes, the iconic Ford GT was English built. In less than a year after the standoff between Enzo Ferrari and Henry Ford, the GT40 was raced in May 1964 at the Nürburgring 1000km race, where it retired with suspension failure. The GT40 went on to success at Le Mans, Daytona and many other iconic races, and is now one of the most legendary cars of all time. We can discuss it further, but we're here to discuss the 2006 Ford GT. Classic Car Club recommends you read Go Like Hell, the seminal book on the topic by classic car club friend and automotive journalist AJ Bain. It's a fantastic read. Back to the future. The 2006 Ford GT is the right car for the right manufacturer at the right time. You might recall that prior to the American and global economic recession, American cars were plastic and pitiful. They were dull, unsophisticated and behind the times technologically. Maybe you watched the 2004 Super Bowl and maybe you remember the commercial called The One. 60 seconds of a Ford GT torturing its tyres around an abandoned racetrack. A voiceover asked, in what gear do you realise a car is everything it's supposed to be? In what gear do you know nothing can catch you? In what gear do you know it's the one? All the time, a driver decked in crash helmet and Nomex pours smoke out of every corner and shifts gears like he's loading a Barrett 50 calibre. The narration proclaims that the Ford GT is the one and the pace car for the entire company. The ad was honest, and Ford was making a courageous statement that America, Ford specifically, could, in fact, build an astonishing high-performance car. It was a true statement as well. The Ford GT is nothing short of astonishing. The raw ingredients used to cook up this explosive cocktail include 550 block horsepower, 
500 foot-pounds of torque, 345 millimeter wide rear Goodyear tyres, a V8 engine pulled from a pickup truck and no electronics to save you. The Ford GT is an American statement of the time. Brash power deployed with brutality of a muscle car, but packaged in a mid-engine supercar. This is a truly analogue car that gives you just what you ask for. If you call up the power with your right foot, be prepared for it. It doesn't matter if you're mid-corner or if you're on a low traction surface. 550 torques are coming your way. It's a car that needs to be respected. On the other side of this coin, if you feed the power on sensibly and deploy the brakes with a racer's touch, then the GT will provide one of the most memorable drives of your life. Unfortunately, due to the ruthless nature of the GT, it's very rare to ever see this car on the streets. While only about 3,000 were produced during its two-year run, many have been written off. The combination of massive torque and minimalistic driving aids resulted in many a GT going off the road in an unrecoverable flat spin. Perhaps all this performance and fight and flight makes it the ultimate homage to the original GT40. Endurance racing is a brutal form of motorsport that requires an equally brutal machine to be victorious. The exterior form of the GT is shocking for modern times. This particular car is bathed in speed yellow with two black race stripes running front to back. Like the original GT40, the 4GT looks almost as wide as it is long. When standing next to the hulking machine, the roof only comes up to the waistline of an average person, yet the width of the car measures in at nearly 6 feet. The bonnet is nearly flat with just a gentle slope down towards the bow of the car. In the centre, two big cutouts let monster-sized fans vent hot air from the radiators. Each fender has a cutout for a headlight assembly. The hood slopes upwards to a very short yet incredibly wide windscreen. The driver and passenger doors make up most of the roof as well. When the doors open, a four foot square section of roof comes with it. Because the car is so low and the sills are so high, one would have to dislocate one's hip to contort into the small opening otherwise. When getting in, it's best to tilt one's head so the roof line doesn't create a Mary Antoinette moment. The rear of the car is dominated by an imposing rear engine canopy that opens from the middle and flips back. This one body panel houses a glass engine cover to expose the V8 below. Engine venting, the short ducktail-like spoiler and mammoth wheel arches that cover the 20-inch forged racing wheels. Inside is a sparse affair. Like most American cars of the era, it can be described as plastic fantastic. The seats are all black and tufted with silver ringed holes, as were the original GT40. The steering wheel is a simple three-spoke Ford parts bin piece, free of buttons and switches. The matching black dash in front of the driver is long and thin. In it is all manner of traditional gauge, such as water temperature and oil pressure. The centre gauge is the tachometer and the speedometer is all the way off to the right because in a race car, it's not the speed that matters, it's the lap time. A silver centre console runs from dash to firewall. On it is an offset gear selector topped with a round silver knob. At the front of the console is a Macintosh stereo head unit. At the back of the console is an ostentatiously large speaker. The low-slung design makes the interior feel cramped, while the width makes you feel miles away from your passenger. Visibility is relatively poor in any direction other than forward. When changing lanes, it's best to accelerate into the spot you're aiming for, rather than moving across laterally, as this is the only way you can be sure you're not about to sideswipe a fellow motorist. 
Out the back, the narrow window gives you just enough visibility to see the supercharger mounted inches from the inhabitants' heads. Strap in as we take this tremendous car for a romp around Monticello Motor Club. Subscribe to Classic Car Club's Sonic Drives podcast to receive the latest in supercar symphonics.
Sonic Drives. Sonic Drives is brought to you by Classic Car Club Manhattan. Narration is by Phil Cavanaugh. Script and driving is by Michael Pritchanello. Sound engineering is thanks to Mike Machinist. Special thanks also to Eastside Sound, Monticello Motor Club, and the Backroads of New York and New Jersey. If you have a special car you believe should be featured on Sonic Drives, contact us at inquiry at classiccarclub.com.